Hello, Monty Beatham. You are watching Once a Warrior, and boy, do I have a treat for you. It is club great. Roger Tuivasa Sheik. I know you're busy. Thanks for your time, my man. Nah, thanks for having me. I was excited to be on your shows. How are you, first and foremost, you know, away from uh, uh, the rugby field? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, busy. I've uh, got three babies, and wife keeping me real busy at home. So, um, yeah, it's, it's enjoyable to be away from the footy at the time because i got a five, three, and a seven-month-year-old. Yeah. So. Right, it seemed like forever since we've seen you in the Warriors jump on, man. So let's take a look back now at some of those great times. Roger, when you watch that back, man, um, does it seem like forever and, and how do you feel? Yeah, it does feel like it's been a long time and it's, it's exciting, you know, it um, definitely gives me goosebumps and I'm um, looking back at those times and some good times, man, a lot of fun times with those boys and um, that's what I miss the most is, is the crew that, you know, I had when I was back there. So I'm excited to, you know, be heading back. Your footwork, the step or the whack, um, how much of it is that practice versus born with, man? A uh, bit of both, yeah, a bit of um, drilled into me, I like to say. And My father um, saw a bit of ability about me and he goes, you know, I'll, I'll put you in some drills that I think could work for you. And my dad used to train me up and, and do a few things and um, before even training started. So from there, I was watching YouTube clips of Benji Marshall, you know, yeah. Sean Johnson, um, SJ yeah. is one of my favorite players, you know. And I remember watching a lot of his um, YouTube clips before I took the field, so. Do you have um, spots on your mind that you, you want to target, or do you look up and see them? What, what are the signs that you look Yeah, for? I always know that there's always a disconnect by the last forward and the back, which is always your second row, and the half normally kicks there, so then, so then the centre and the back row, or the last prop, there's always a disconnect there, and if I can get to one of those, I, can, I know that there'll be a staggered line Either the second row will be behind, or their last their last middle will be behind. So, um, and, and it helps with our game plan is always get it back to the middle and, and try and work around those boys or try and make them tackle. So, that's that's where I used to try and attack. Before we talk the very beginning, let's talk the return, yep. uh, which is now 2024. Uh, when did you start thinking that it could be a possibility? I was looking at a Japan deal actually. Yep. I was looking to to go take the family overseas and, and travel the world and and do that. Um, but in December, my manager called me, he goes, oh, hey, um, would you like to sit down with Andrew McFadden and, and Andrew Webster and, yeah. um, and Cameron George? And I was like, oh, not really, you know, because well, yep. you know, I, I don't know if that's, that's where I want to go. And, um, but then out of respect, because, you know, I love all three of those guys and, and I know them, um, I go, yeah, you know, what? let's go catch up and have a coffee. And um, Webby had a proper uh, presentation ready for me. And I was like, oh, I thought this was just a catch up yeah. chat intro. And, um, yeah, he played a presentation about the possibility of me coming back and where I could fit into this team. And it was just a rugby league connection, you know, and we were able to have that conversation. And I felt confident and I had 
um, the lingo was there because for the last year playing rugby um, in New Zealand, I was a rookie and um, I was getting stuff wrong. I wasn't in the right place or, you know, I was still, I was still trialling things. Yeah. Where in rugby league sense and when Webby was saying, oh, I want you to play this, and he showed me a clip, you know, can you fix A, B, C? And I'd go, well, if that second marker moves, then that's definitely you can take. And, you know, I started yeah, yeah. having um, back and forth conversations where um, that year in rugby, I just sat back and I just let people talk to me and I just take yeah. note, take note. So, um, yeah, I started leaning in a little bit more and um, got excited. And I went away from that meeting going, well, that was that was quite firing and I'm, I'm excited now. And, um, and then people are saying, do you really want to go back to 20, 20 something plus yeah. rounds of just grind and just tough work or why don't you just go over to Japan and you know play some decent amount of rugby for six months and come back here and you know I sat back and I thought yeah true I'll just go get some go get this go get that in Japan yeah. and enjoy life travel the world and then but really I started getting excited and goes no I actually want that grind yes. I want to dive back in and it was a mind switch between I'm turning 30, um, time to slow down, um, we're going downhill. But then, um, yeah, I had a really good chat with my manager and my old man and, and they said, yeah, you're turning 30, not 40. You know, you still got, um, you still got something to give. And, and once I started to believe that, and I said, you know what, there's, there's one more thing that I would really love than, than anything else. You know, I've ticked off a lot of things in, in the rugby league world. There's only one more thing that's, that's left to win a premiership with the Warriors. And yeah, that'll be a dream come true. So that process of when you had that first conversation to how you got over the line and, and, and you signed, um, how long was that and how much back and forth did it involve? So we sat down with Webby and, and as you do, most, most of the coaches that have been there, they'll paint out how they want to play and how, they, how he sees the team running. And, um, and I just keep going back at him. I was so confident. I go, yeah, but what if this happens? What is your, how are you going to fix that? Or I just, just from past experience, and he just, he had an answer for everything. And I was going, all right, it all sounded real good. And, and, um, and I sort of said to Webby, and I go, oh, Webby, I'm going to leave, and I'm letting you know that you'll probably be the fifth coach that's going to paint the dream for me. So I just, you got to let me see it. And then two trials in, um, sort of convinced me that, you know, the boys do look good and they, they look solid. and. Um, I had another chat with Cameron George and, you know, we all kind of sat down together and said, you know, you're saying the right things. I see it under those two trials. I'm going to stay home with my family and be in New Zealand, be in Auckland. And, and then, yeah, I signed away in January or, or Feb or what, what it was. And, and then off we went. I played my, my, and I'm here playing my season and now watching our boys um, play playoffs, so, which is awesome, yeah. you know. So on the field, when we were talking about roles, uh, how do you see your role playing out, Roger? Yeah, when I had that conversation with, with Webby and we sat down and he could he saw me playing in the centre role and he said, you know, this is this is a position where I think you can come and add, add value to and, and bring your type of style and I'll, yeah, it's been getting me excited. So I've been, that's what I've been locked on. So I'm looking forward to going into pre-season as a centre and yeah. yeah, see how we go there. So it's a centre that can roam. You've got permission to roam. Yep. Yeah, so he's... He had clips of Joey Manu and myself, and he was saying, you know, Joey's a, one of those centers who can go and roam and, and, and scoot from dummy half or be on the inside of, 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 of Teddy as the fullback's going. So that's the, the type of role that he saw me playing, you know, being able to, to roam as well and, and pop up in positions that can add another number or, or just help out the forwards and, and take another carry, which I, I don't mind doing. So, yeah. yeah, so that was our conversations going into, into pre-season. So, 
Yeah, but yeah, we'll see how we go, and I'm excited. But let's go back uh, to when it all started for you mm. in the Warriors colours. I mean, once again, grand final winner, you're winning accolades and uh, daily M's in terms of wingers and all sorts. So, so, so why come to the Warriors, yeah. man? Um, 2016 made my, my move over, and um, I think 2015, my manager sort of came to me and said, there's a great opportunity to go back to um, the Warriors in Auckland. Um, what are your thoughts? And yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, Warriors have always been a, a home team for me, local yeah. team. I don't know, I'm going, I'm going pretty well here. And um, but my contract was coming up with their Roosters, and um, I started to compare the contracts. And fortunately, I, I came over to the Warriors, and it was, um, to be honest, the offer was too good, um, Monson. Um, it was all about setting up my family and, and nice. that was the dream come true for me was being able to provide a lifestyle for my for my my family my parents and my siblings and my current family so um, and, I, and I'm glad I, I came over and, and made that decision yeah what about your first game in the colors mate uh, what, what do you remember your debut disappointment to be honest yeah that was um, my first game was against was Tigers over there in, in Sydney and um, yeah, I think I look back in that 2016 year for the first, I think, seven games. Yeah, I was quite disappointed with myself and I had such a selfish approach. Um, you know, I was coming over, I was a marquee player. You know, I was getting told that when I came over to the Warriors, my career was going to go down the drain. So um, the, my only thought was I'm going to go and prove people wrong and I'm going to show you that I'm, I'm not, that's not going to happen to me. And then... You know, when you think like that and you're, you're selfish, you're not putting the team first. You, um, and all I was doing was, you know, I was shopping to buy my first home as uh, with my partner. I was, I was doing furniture shopping. I was, you know, I was doing things for myself yeah. and I had those selfish thoughts. And then um, those first seven games were real poor from me. And, um, and then, you know, I done my ACL in round seven because my, my mind and body weren't working together and I really believe that, you know, things happen for a reason. So yeah. um, from then, 2017, 18, I had to pick up my game. Thank you for being so vulnerable and saying that you're being selfish, but um, I've got to put some context into that. It's probably not the normal selfish uh, that, that, that our people are out there because that's just not you. You are selfless and you do that. But I know what you mean by, by you know, you want to be 100% when you do stuff. Um, the debut was a bit of a disappointment. Yes. But I tell you what, your first try in the Warriors' colours yeah. weren't. And you were up, mate. You were yeah. very animated, which is we don't normally see. No, yeah. Talk me through that because it was against your old crew. Yep. Uh, and was, what, golden point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that was, a, that was an unreal game against the Roosters. And when I scored that try, it was kind of like a relief. Like, you know, you know I've scored a really good try. We've won this game here we go, let's start to build, you know, I'm starting to get my mojo back and, you know, I'm looking forward to now how, how does 2016 is going to play out. But, yeah, that was that was the, the feeling around that trial was, yeah. let's go now, you know, now, now I yeah. feel good after that trial. Now you're giving back. Now yes. you're, you're, you're giving back, reciprocating the love that they gave you. Uh, that ACL happened soon after that, man. Yes. I mean, what do you learn from having a crippling injury like that? And especially probably frustrating more because you hadn't uh, done what you wanted to do when you first came over. Yeah, that, that was the, the toughest part was I had so many people coming at me and, and poking at me. And um, when I done my ACL, I just, I wasn't able to fight back or, or give back to my team to say, you know what, I'm not that person that you think I'm going to be. I'm going to be better. So to be sitting on the sideline, um, it was tough. You know, I, I took a lot of it out of my, um, my, my friends and my family and, um, yeah, I just it was a dark time for me in 2016. But um, once I, you know, started to get my um, get myself together, get 
stop feeling sorry for myself and get back on the, the horse and start training and then doing what I, I love doing, which is playing footy. You know? yeah. So then from then on, I, I told myself I'm going to enjoy every moment. You sure did, and you had the captaincy role. Talk to me about enjoying yeah. that moment with the captaincy, how you were told, and um, you know, I don't know, were you, were you always a captain or was oh, this new? So how did no, it feel when you were told? Yeah, I was in extreme shock, you know, because, again, I didn't play any footy in 2016, 2017. Um, we already had Ryan Hoffman, um, who was our captain at the time, and he was doing a great job, and uh, we had Stephen Kearney just move over, and he just started with us, and he called me into his office after training, and... Um, after a pre-season training and he sat me down and he said, Roger, there's, there's something deep in my gut that wants me to make you captain. And I was like, captain for what? And he goes, like, <laughs> well, for the outsides or for the backs? I'm like, yeah, I was like, captain for what? He goes, no, I want you to captain um, this team, the, the at the time, Vodafone Warriors, the NRL team. And I'm just like, nah, you're kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to captain this team. We've got Sean Johnson. We've got Ryan Hoffman. We even got Simon Mannering still in our team. He goes, I just named five guys to him and I go, there's your captains there, I'm, I'm all right. And he goes, but he sat me down and he goes, no, there's, there's something where I want you to, I want you to take over. Yeah, I just said, no, I can't do it. And I just, and he goes, think about it. And I sort of left that room just, just stunned um, once and I, I just couldn't believe it. And I needed to confirm that I couldn't do this. That was, that was yeah. the main thing. And called my, my, my old man, my, my parents, my, my, my manager, I pulled a few players aside um, yeah. once to ask them to, I just wanted people to say, yeah, nah, you shouldn't do it. Um, and unfortunately they all said, nah, you'll, you'll be a great captain. You're, you, sh you should take on the role and you should have a go. And yeah, then I, as soon as I started to believe it, um, I said, Mox, you know, I'll do it. Um, I'll do whatever it takes um, to help this team um, go forward. And, and if, if you believe it's me being captain, then, then let's do it. How did you think you, you grew in that position over the years? Yeah, that was an interesting time because I, I, I think in 2017 when I was named captain and I was captain, I accepted the role, but I didn't really accept it personally. You know, I didn't really put my hand up to say, okay, I'm really captain because we had Simon Mannering, we had Ryan Hoffman in the team. So it's like, there's your real leaders. I'll just, I'll just have to see by my name, but those are your leaders. And um, it was over the years as I gained belief and, you know, I started to speak up in meetings. I started to lead the meetings and... I went from being the guy that, okay, I'll say something every meeting. I'll, I'll make sure yeah. the leader or the captain s speaks. But then I realized that's not really the, the nice. way about it. You know, that's not how it should be. The leader should speak by actions. And, you know, 2018, 2019, 20, learn a lot of good lessons around just, just be me and lead how I would want it to lead. Um, and I really enjoyed it. You know, I really enjoyed, you know, rallying the boys together, you know, firing them up and, and getting them going and, um, and then putting my hand up to say, I'll do it. I'll do the, the, I'll do the hard carry here or I'll do whatever it takes. And it was a challenge that I put on myself each, each year. And um, unfortunately, we didn't get too many wins and we weren't successful throughout my time there. But that's, that's how I sort of went from, from, my, from my leadership point on. But before I was trying to do everything and um, yeah, it didn't really help. We had the Kiwi spying come to the club. Fires joined uh, Bully, yourself, yep. and Eshja, who was in, you know, in, on the international stage, you guys were carving up yep. everyone. So I thought it was game over. Yes. What happened, man? What happened? Yeah, that was, that was a year. Another year I felt like got away from us. It was, I think, 2017. Um, man, like you said, you, even like you just saying it now, Isaac, Luke, Kieran Foran, Sean Johnson. It's exciting that we, we were all together, but 
We didn't play the way we wanted to play. I think at the time, uh, Fozza was going through a few things with his family and um, unfortunately he was ha absent a lot of the time. He was back in Sydney uh, when, we were at, when we were training back in Auckland. Yeah. You know, just, there was just a lot of individual parts that, that played that we all weren't connected. Yeah. We all weren't firing at the same level. And um, then, yeah, I think, um, yeah, we just didn't. We just couldn't yeah. perform well as, as we, we, we should have. Yeah. 2018, you made the playoffs. What was the difference that year and, and were there, you know, key games uh, or learnings in parts of the year that um, made yeah. you believe more? One of the key ones was having Blake Green. I think Blake yeah. Green came out as a half and he had more yeah. passion than anyone else in our club. You know, he had, he loves rugby league, um, you know, and it was cool to have him there. And, and then we had Tohu, we had Adam Blair come and, and then that round one in Perth where everyone already read us off, you know, we would have never won against the Rabbitohs over there in Perth. And before we go into the game, Stephen Kearney was, um, a, was big on energy. Um, energy um, will create something special. So, so when I was able to make that tackle on um, Alex Johnson, that was, I think, early in the game. And I, I put him on the sideline. I got up and I started screaming and shahooing. <laughs> and then the boys got around me like, like I scored a try, you know, like, yeah. and we all, and then it just flowed on from there. You know, the boys were, had good energy, the boys were, were loving, were having fun, there were a lot of smiles and Sean was doing freakish stuff as he, as he always and, and yeah, we managed to win that game um, and then we won five in a, in a, in a row and um, yeah, that was, you know, build, a, build confidence and belief that, you know, we could do something special here and, and then, you know, the, as the year went on, there was, a, there was one game where it really stood out for me was we went over and we played Gold Coast. We, we knew we were going to stay over and stay over in yeah. Gold Coast. So. Uh, we're going to play Gold Coast. We're going to. We knew we we're going to do a job with them, and then enjoy our time in, in GC with the team. And we got towed up. We got, yeah, we got beaten up yeah, in, in Gold yeah. Coast, and or we all had to look in the mirror and be like, well, we're not really going as good as what we thought. And the worst thing is we couldn't escape each other because we were staying over yeah, there, and yeah. Oz, we did a back-to-back -back trip, and um, so we couldn't escape us. So we had to face the music, and we had to sit down and look at each other and say, you weren't good enough, but we can get better. And we all laid it out on each other and. And then we played the next game, which was with the Dragons, and you know it wasn't a comfortable win, but it was a, it was a solid win. You know we yeah. we stopped a few tries, we scored some good tries, and I think from there we we, we regained belief and we we made it right through and um, got some luck and come our way and made the the top eight and went on to play um yeah. in the playoffs. 2018, uh, you finally got there after three attempts at uh, the playoff series. Um, yeah. And it was going well, it was going to plan uh, yeah. until you got injured, man. Uh, what do you remember yeah. from that? Yeah, that was a tough game, you know. Um, um, oh, the, the time was, was pretty exciting because we were travelling over to Peter Penrith who were tracking really well and playing against James Maloney and um, Sean definitely wanted to get one over him. And um, first half, we were, doing, we were doing really well. Yeah, pretty much the last sort of few minutes of the first half, they, they kick it back, I receive the ball, and as I go to take off, my MCL goes, and yeah, I was, I don't know at the time, so I was yelling out the physio doctor, like, I'll oh, wrap, wrap it up, get me yeah, back yeah. up, stood yeah. back up, and wasn't good. So the halftime went, I uh, got myself into the changing rooms, and what do I need, a needle, inject yeah, something, yeah. give me a, something to get me going, or numb it up, or, I want to go back out there and um, the doc said, no, we can't, mm. there's, there's nothing we can do. You just got to support now. And yeah, that was tough. Yeah, behind in the changing room, I was definitely throwing a few things around. I was, yeah, yeah close to in tears. And um, yeah, the boys came in at halftime and they saw me like that. And um, 
I, I felt like I just didn't give them the energy I should have. I, I was disappointed in myself, I was gutted, my head was down, and I felt like I gave that energy off, where instead I, was, I should have been, boys, get back out there, go back to work, yeah. let's go. Yeah, we lost that game. Um, and it was just tough, man. It took a lot of work to get back into the playoffs. And yeah, we lost that game and that was the end of our season. And yeah, now it was me for injury, limping back home. Uh, that was a big year for you because another milestone, the first Warrior to ever win the Daily M Award. Mm. Um, and that footage is iconic. We remember you getting up, we could see the passion in your eyes. How yeah. were you feeling in that moment when your name got called? And then uh, when the boys jumped up, Jazz and crew, bully with the haka? Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was unreal, man. It was, it was something special. I think more so because my old man was there. Yeah. And my, my old man throughout my whole career always says, you know, you're the best on the park, you know, believe that. And, and I never did, you know, not yeah. many times where I believed I was the best. And it was that moment where I was named best player in the NRL, which is the Dalium Award, where I could look at him and I go, it's, it's what you've been saying. Um, and um, it's been announced, so I, I can finally have that bit of belief. And, um, and he looked at me and goes, um, he said, he, at the time, he couldn't say anything because he was, he was just going to burst in tears. <laughs> so he just looked at me, he just shook his head and goes, I've been telling you. And, and that was big for me. And then to walk up on stage and receive the medal, um, was huge and then to be honoured with I think it was Isaac, Luke, Jazz Tevang and, and I think Rappana jumped yeah, up yeah. as well which was um, pretty special and um, it's something that I'll treasure for a long time. Hopefully no rugby league player ever has to experience again or even human being yeah. that's that COVID era which is just so unreal. Um, how, do you, how do you sum up that era? Because I don't want to stay there for long because it just annoys yeah. me. Yeah, COVID was, um, was a tough time. That's, that's the, the way to put it. It was it was just getting up and going to training and doing a lot of things and um, not believing or not having confidence and, and, and just questioning everything. That was, mm. that was a lot of us. We just questioned everything like, why is this even worth it? Why are we here? Or uh, what's the benefit of being here? Is, is leaving my family worth yeah. doing this? That was me most of the time. Yeah. And, um, but for me, I was captain. So I had to put all of that aside or I... Um, had to keep that in my room, keep yeah. all my emotions and, and how I felt in my room. I give it up to those boys who've done the mm. three years and the staff I needed to be of my family. And, um, mm. But then when my opportunity went to go to play rugby, um, it's something I've always thought of doing and something I questioned, you know, was I ever good enough um, to make yeah. it in that code? And, and then when the opportunity came to go to Blues, um, I said, you know, let's, let's jump at it. 111 games in the Warriors jumper. How do you sum up your time in that jumper now um, you know and we're so happy that we've got another uh, three years with you yep. in the jumper too but let's just talk about 111 games man definitely definitely unfinished business is how I see it because for me I, I look back and say you know I was trying I was trying my guts off you know I was, I was trying to perform each each and every year but I look back now and said you know what it's it's not about me now it's not about trying to perform and make sure I'm doing the right things it's how can this club win now? That's mm. that's my mindset now going back and and you know I'm grateful that I get three years at it. You know how can I continue to elevate what's already been there and how can I make this club win? And is is that connecting the boys off the field? Is that mm. putting my you know going again and putting my guts out on there for the team and and that's what I'm looking forward to. So I'm gonna come and make sure that you know I bring it all and um, like you said, second time round it's it's an opportunity that I don't want to miss and. Um, and I'm not getting younger, and I'm looking forward to it.
Roger, once a warrior, always a warrior, man. Want to thank you for your service already, which has been first class, and we can't wait to see you in that jumper again, man. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me on too, Mont. I'm Monte Beatham. That concludes our second season for Once a Warrior, and I thank you so much for your support. Here is Tuivasa-Shek stepping, turns him inside out. That's going to make the highlights real, isn't it? Look at Roger Debs. Roger, how did he do that? Tuivasa-Shek, oh, superb! Here are the afterburners. Rocket Roger, Tuivasa-Shek's away. Here he goes! This man is absolutely superb. Roger Tuavasa shows us all his class.